The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Welcome to Truth Transforms. Join in for spiritually enlightening discussion and the practical application of new thought principles. Here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome to Truth Transforms. I am your host, Galen McDowell, and I'm the Executive Minister, Senior Assistant Minister, and the Director of the Johnny Coleman Institute at Christ Universal Temple. And we're still in the midst of our series, Ask and It Is Given, which is based upon the book, Ask and It Is Given by Esther and Jerry Hicks. We've been teaching the law of attraction and everything that goes along with the law of attraction to help you better understand how to make the demonstrations you desire in your life. So today I'm going to be teaching chapter 10 and 11. And uh, so let's get to it. Hopefully you bought the book, Asking It Is Given by Esther and Jerry Hicks. And you can follow along because again, I'm highlighting points, but I want to make sure that you have an opportunity to read the material yourself and get the best benefit from these podcast episodes on the book. So if you're listening and reading and doing your own prayer work and working the principles as you learn them, then you'll get the best results. So let's get to it. Chapter 11. With practice, you will become a joyous, deliberate creator. So let me just stop right there with practice because it doesn't make a difference what it is. If you want to be good at something, you're going to have to practice. All right. Every master of a, of a thing was once a novice. If you want to be good, if you want to be great, if you want to be legendary, you have to work on the same skills over and over and over again. And that includes mental skills. All right. So the book says, page 53. As you consciously consider the way you feel, you will get a better and you will get better and better at directing the source energy. And you will become Discipline and a disciplined and joyous, deliberate creator. Now, the key word is deliberate and joyous. Why? Discipline means that you have the focus, the intention, and the desire to consistently show up a certain kind of way mentally, a certain kind of way that's in alignment with the truth of your being. That's one. Joyous because you want to feel good. As Reverend Ike used to say, feeling gets the blessing. So in this book, is talked about feelings over and over again, that your vibration is often set 
in a way that your feelings let you know when you are in alignment with your good and when you're not in alignment with your good. So you want to be joyous. You want to be happy. You want to be uh, loving. You want to be excited about your own good. I often tell my students that if you can get excited about a sporting event, Super Bowl, the basketball, the baseball, or whatever excites you. If you can jump up and down, jump off the couch, talk to the TV, high five people, cheer and boo and all the other stuff that happens at sporting events or at the home or at your home when you're watching the sporting events, then you should at least be that excited about your own life. Can you muster up that level of intensity, that level of energy, that level of feeling, that level of commitment, that level of focus on your own goals. Think about how it would look if we actually acted like that when it came to doing what we already do. So let me just say to you very directly, you got to up your energy game. You got to up your feeling game. You have to have the thought but you also have to develop and cultivate that energy, that desire, that vibration that allows you to get connected and committed to a thing. All right. So back to the book. It goes on to say. With practice, you will be able to achieve focused. Uh, control of this creative energy. Remember, I said a few podcasts ago. I'm calling this creative energy in the new thought context, substance, all right? And like the skilled sculptor, you will take in the molding of this energy, which creates worlds and directs it and direct it towards your individual creative endeavors. So I'm going to say again, what I mentioned when I learned this concept from the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman in the 90s, she would say that the substance of God, God's unlimited potential, this universal energy, this mind essence, she would say it's like a great big piece of cookie dough and your mind is like a cookie cutter and you form and shape out of the formless dough, the images you want, just like, you know, like a Christmas tree or, 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 or a horse or, you know, a dog or whatever. You put the image like the cookie dough. So the cookie dough would cook in the shape of the cookie of the, excuse me, of the frame. Your mind gives the framework for this unlimited source energy that we call substance. Your mind creates the framework. This is why Reverend Ike used to say you must be definite with the infinite. This is why Johnny Coleman would say, I am the thinker that thinks the thought that makes the thing. You have to understand that you're molding and shaping God energy, God substance, God potential, God possibility into definite things. God is no thing, so God can be anything and everything. Back to the book. All right. As you focus creative energy, there are two factors to consider. First, the intensity and speed of the energy. And second, your level of allowing or resisting it. Now, this is really key. The more you build up energy toward a thing, the 
faster your attraction power is. But then you have to deal with your level of allowance or resisting. Just like a transmitter, you can allow how much energy actually goes into a particular thing. The transmitter regulates the electricity and your beliefs, your thoughts around a subject, your feelings around a subject, your beliefs around a subject, monitor and determine how much of it can flow through you and into your life. So the question is never God. The question is how open and receptive am I to what I say I desire? Am I in alignment with it or am I still fighting it? Because you can want a thing and fight it. People want healthy marriages and they say and do things that don't make sense. People want better careers, but they do things that sabotage their jobs or their businesses. People say they want better health, but then they're eating all day, snacking on, you know, Snickers and Twinkies and tater chips all day. And then, and, and, you know, not drinking any water, but they say they want to be healthy and they say they want to lose weight. People do things that all people do things all the time that they say they want to do the opposite thing. So being in vibrational alignment means that you are in alignment with thinking, feeling, words, actions, and reactions. All right. Because that will help you get into alignment and it will reduce the resistance. One of the things that Johnny Coleman used to say to us in the 90s was, God is as instant as you are. And that was something to ponder, that the weight is never because of God. You know, because some people say, well, I want this, but, you know, I know God is waiting for me to whatever. The issue is allowance or resistance. God is as instant as you are. But can you accept the possibility of being healed instantly? Can you expect the possible can you expect the possibility of divine provision and money immediately? Can you expect doors to open immediately? Because we have the framework of of the thoughts around time and opportunity and possibility that determines how much the omnipresent, omniscient, omnipotent God can show up in our everyday experience. But it's not God that keeps me from my good. It's my allowance and resistance. It's my intention. It's my feeling. It's my thinking. It's my mental imagery. It's my mental vibration. Remember, you are a mental field that is always radiating and attracting. I just want this to land because part of the summoning power, the attracting power, is the more desire, the stronger your desire and the intensity, and especially if you can love it, because love is a magnet, it will make it easier to draw to you. But what I don't want you to think is that you can think anything have an affirmation here and a prayer there or meditation there and automatically not shift your consciousness and think that stuff is just going to show up. 
this is work. I want you to think about it like going to the gym. All right. If you're really, really out of shape, the gym is going to wear you out for a while. Just getting on a treadmill or the elliptical, uh, doing the weight machines, going to a stretching class or, uh, you know, band, resistance band, bands or whatever the class might be. It's going gonna, it's gonna to wear you out. Why? Because your body will be fighting the process because it's out of shape. It's tight. It's restrictive. It's, and the pro- pro- process of training your body means, one, loosening the muscles and the joints and the ligaments and the cartilage. Getting the heart and the lung capacity up. Getting your muscles to the space to where the lactic acid is not stopping you from um, moving and shutting your body down. It takes time. Well, what if you're mentally out of shape? You think three affirmations are going to do it? You think just checking in once a week for a sermon or a class? or even as good as this podcast is, a podcast once a week is going to override years of being out of shape. No, It's no different than going to the gym once a week. Okay, so once a week for an hour, hour and a half, I'll go to the gym. And I expect to lose all this weight and get in shape and be flexible. No. No. Absolutely no. If you want to be a vibrational match for your good, you have to get your mind in shape right now. And the best time to start is now. The second best time to start is a second from now. The third best time is anytime your mind gets to the point where you're like, you know what? It's time to make a change. Start then. So what this book is doing and what the new thought movement that I represent tries to do, and I think we do a good job of it in theory, is to give you the ideal. This is how you work with your mind, give you the techniques, the strategies, so you can work with the ideas of God, so you can work with changing your consciousness, so you can work with changing what you're radiating and attracting. So you can work with universal law. So you can work with the presence and power of God that works within you that is called the Christ, the I am, spiritual being, the source within, the spirit within, whatever the term you like to use, image and likeness. Whether you're saying the I am and the, or you're saying numaskara, namaste, numaskara, namaste are the same word, just different dialects of the same word, <clears throat> which means I salute the divinity within you. It doesn't matter to me. What matters is this. Are you willing to put the strategies and techniques to work? Because as Johnny Coleman used to say, it works if you work it. So if you're not doing anything with it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. All right. Now, back to the book. Page 54, when you are thinking about something, 
that you have been wanting for a very long time. And in this moment, you are noticing that it has not happened yet. A strong negative emotion would be would be present within you. But you are thinking about something that has a very strong energy that you are not in vibrational alignment with. However, if you're thinking about something that you have been wanting for a long time and you're imagining that it is happening, then your emotion would be one of anticipation or eagerness. So when you're thinking about a thing, do you feel eager? Are you anticipating it? Are you expecting it to happen? Are you fearful? You're praying, but you really are fearful that it might not happen. You still have doubt. You still have anxiety. You still have frustration. You still have dissatisfaction. Those are very strong emotions. And that'll change your ability to attract the good that you say you desire. So many times a person will want a thing, but they're energetically, they're not where they need to be. Again, that's why I'm saying if you want to be a master demonstrator of truth, you have to be in mental shape. And you just don't get into shape by going to the gym once a week. You don't get into shape by going to the gym once a month. But as you, but if you just get on a regimen like a gym, you're going to the gym an hour, hour and a half, four days a week. And then you look up and you're doing all of the things that they're telling you to do, you know, as far as whatever the exercises are that you need to focus on. You're working on your cardio. You're working on your strength. Uh, you have the diet that supports what you are doing. You'll look a year from now and your body will be totally different. Matter of fact, you can go to, to your doctor and get t- and get your you know, blood test run. And the blood test will tell you that your body is different. Kidneys will be different. Heart will be different. Lungs will be different. Liver will be different. Pancreas will be different. Your, you know, your digestive system will be, will be different. Muscles will be stronger. It'll be so much that's different because you put in the work. Now, are you willing to put that level of mental work in? I really want you to be clear. Because if you want to be a joyous, deliberate creator, like this chapter says, that means that you have to put the mental work in. What are you willing to do every day? Like, I know people who literally work out every day. Now, I'm not one of those people. I'll normally do like, a you know, sometimes when I'm working on trying to get some pounds off, I'll go to the gym every day for 40 days. I like 40 because it's biblical, you know, 40, you know, Jesus in the wilderness for 40 days, 40 days between resurrection and ascension, 40 days for Noah, 40 years for Moses, you know, in, in, you know, in the wilderness and all of that type of stuff. I love 40. So I'll just do 40 days in a row of something every day just to shift either mentally or physically. Give yourself an opportunity to win. So like my friends who work out every day, they're in much better shape than most people I know because they do it every day. They, they have the muscle tone. They have the weight they desire. They have the strength level they desire. Their clothes look good on them. The whole nine because they work out literally every 
day. I have martial art buddies of mine who work out every day. They're Aikido or they're Jiu-Jitsu or they're Kung Fu or they're Karate or they're Taekwondo or whatever. They do it every day. And of course, they're stronger, faster, more agile and flexible than the majority of people in the world. That's how it works. That's how it works. If you want to show mastery, you have to be willing to do that mentally. All right? So the book says it this way. Bottom of page 54. Remember, when you give your attention to a thought, that thought immediately becomes activated within you. So the law of attraction immediately responds, which means that other thoughts in vibrational harmony with the thought that you have just activated now join your activated thought, making it more pronounced, more powerful, and, and more attractive thought. So the more you think about a thing, the more you attract like thoughts to it. In new thought, we call that a state of consciousness. All right. You just don't have no random thoughts. You have a state of consciousness around a thing. You have an aggregation of thoughts around a thing. So the more you concentrate on an, on an idea or thought, the more mental and spiritual resources you attract to that idea or thought. All right. Back to the book, page 55. All right. When you... When you have constantly focused upon a subject, causing a consistent vibrational activation of it within you, it becomes a practiced or dominant thought. And once that happens, things that match it will begin to manifest around your dominant thought. Now, this is one of the things that trip people up about new thought and any teaching that focuses on consciousness development and transformation. It's, well... You know, I can't control all my thoughts. I can't think positive all the time, et cetera. We're not saying you have to become the, the you know, detective trying to determine if every thought, every single thought is always 100% positive, positively aligned with truth. But you are developing dominant thoughts, which develop states of consciousness, which draw experiences that are consistent with them so you so your smaller thoughts create dominant thoughts you need to pay attention to those dominant thoughts and start to dismantle them if they don't work out for your highest good or enhance them if they do all right because if not you know you you know you turn yourself into a paranoid person Worried about everything. And the worry around what you're thinking is creating negative feeling, which goes against what we're saying. If you're so paranoid that you're going to think something or feel something out of alignment, that that paranoia now becomes its own energy. You're actually creating what you don't want. Or the, uh, in the book of Job, Job said, that which I feared most has come upon me. All right. Then they wrote, once you once your focused attention has sufficiently activated a dominant vibration within you, 
things unwanted or wanted will begin to make their way into your personal experience. It is law. All right. Okay. There's so much stuff in this chapter. Uh, one, uh, another thing that I want to focus on before I go to the next chapter, and we're going to take a quick break, is about belief. Page 56. Each time you focus upon it, meaning what you want, and each time you offer the vibration, it feels easier for you to do it the next time until in time you develop a sort of vibrational uh, proclivity. It is like practicing anything. It can get easier and easier. And with enough focusing on this thought and therefore practicing this vibration, you will form what you call a belief. A belief is only a practice vibration. Now, you know, I've often said <clears throat> a belief is what you accept is true. They're using it as practice vibration, meaning that it has been repeated so many times in mind that it's now become a, a fixed way of thinking and feeling. All right. So you want to develop the beliefs of prosperity, health, peace, joy, love, success, harmony, and divine order. Whatever that looks like for you as an individual expression. I don't know what prosperity looks like for you. It's different for different people. But you need to be clear about what it is for you. All right. So next page, 57. Every emotion that you feel is, is about your alignment or misalignment with the energy of your source. All right. The next paragraph talks about this emotional guidance system. Your emotional guidance system is the key to helping you understand what your vibrational content is and therefore exactly what your current point of attraction is. In other words, some people just don't have a strong magnet right now. They would have a hard time picking up a paperclip with a magnet, let alone millions of dollars, let alone turning around uh, a chronic health issue that's been that, that's been uh, impacting your life for years, or you know, turning around test results, you know, around things that you know the world says are either incurable or very difficult to cure. People want to make those type of demonstrations when they don't have the mental discipline focus and power and I, i'm when i say power i mean the ability to do it not the potential because we all have the potential power but i mean the conscious power that's a better term to turn a situation around so you want to turn that prognosis and that diagnosis around when you haven't been developing your consciousness you're out of shape your faith is out of shape your imagination is out of shape. You, you can't control where your mind goes. You can't control how you feel. Your mind is out of shape. But then you want to make that big demonstration. This is why, you know, church services and religious services and things of that nature where people come together and they have music and prayer and worship and praise and a good sermon and all of that energy sometimes helps a person who individually isn't there get to where they need to be in consciousness for the healing or the demonstration or the breakthrough to happen. It's not by accident. All right. So 
it's time for me to make a quick commercial. So let me read a few things that I want you to know. Uh, first thing is, uh, you know, I checked on Google just yesterday and about where Truth Transforms or Reverend Galen McDowell actually lands on Google. So, um, so thank you all. Right now, it's the Apple podcast version of it is showing up number one. But I want to dominate the page because part two is some ministry that uses the same term. So I'm asking everyone to, you know, go to mindbodyspirit.fm, find my page, save it, and just click on it every day for 30 days. Why? Because I want to push the podcast up so it's available. So when people look up Truth Transforms, they'll find me. Now, I know the show is called Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. But because it used to be on Unity Online Radio, anytime people look for Truth Transforms, I was the whole first page of Google. So, uh, but when that website went away and I went to this new platform, all of those Google analytics went away with that as well. So. I want to be number one, and I want you all to help me with that, and I would appreciate it if you do so. Uh, second thing, remember that this show has a Facebook page, Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. It is the easiest way to get in contact with me. If you have questions or comments, Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell is a quick way. I've, I'm on Instagram under Galen McDowell, and you know that's another way to get in contact with me as well. Um, but I'm looking for the messages on Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. I'm asking you to go on Facebook, like it, share content, comment, et cetera. It helps with the algorithm. All right. Uh, next thing is I have a class coming up where I'm just going to be teaching uh, about the his- historical or the pre-Easter Jesus. It may um in the Johnny Coleman Institute, the semester starts May 15th. My class starts on May 17th. It's only a $20 registration and love offering per class for five weeks, 6.30 p.m. Central Time. You go to cutemple.org, go to the uh, classes tab, click on it. You'll see the uh, uh, schedule. You can register for my meeting Jesus again for the first time class if you're interested and learning about Jesus outside of religious dogma. Outside of religious dogma, what did Jesus, the human being, what did Jesus, the person, teach and do? That's what I'm focusing on. That's why I'm using or borrowing the term from the author, the pre-Easter Jesus, not the Christ of faith that religion has built around, the pre-Easter Jesus. All right. Um... Right now, I think that pretty much covers what I want to cut. Oh, oh, wait a minute. I have a, if you're in the Chicagoland area, I have a seminar coming up on May 29th, excuse me, not May 29th, April 29th, Cultivating Your Oneness. And it's going to be about meditation, visualization, visioning, Qigong, sound bath. Uh, and I think it's going to be really, really good. It's in person only. It's free. A love offering will be received. So it's not online. So if, if you're in the Chicagoland area, I would like you to come out to Christ Universal Temple and check it out. You can, you know, call the church and let them know because I'm trying to just get as many, you know, people in person experiencing this healing, transformational, breakthrough experience. 
to shift consciousness so we can make better demonstrations on our lives. So, um, you know, you can call the front desk at the church and at Christ Universal Temple and show up at, you know, 11901 South Ashland Avenue, Chicago, Illinois, 60643, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. Central Time, April 29th. So definitely come and check that out. You will like it. You will like it. So we're going to take a quick commercial and we'll be right back with Truth Transform. brain needs support and new ollie brainy chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health made with scientifically backed ingredients like thai ginger l-theanine and caffeine brainy chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus stay chill or get energized be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com that's o-l-l-y.com these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration this product is not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, welcome back to Truth Transforms. I'm moving over to chapter 12 now. Your emotional set points are within your control. So this chapter starts off with, on page 59, it states, most people do not believe they have control over what they believe. Now, I find this to be true because most people don't have control over their own mind. So they go where they don't want to go. They do stuff they don't want to do. They eat what they don't want to eat. They Sleep with who they don't want to sleep. We do a whole bunch of stuff that people that mentally we know probably we shouldn't be doing it, and we do it anyway. All right, because that's telling us that our minds are pretty much uh, not under our focus, concentration, and intention, and we got to pull our thinking and pull our feelings back so we can pull these beliefs back and eradicate the beliefs that don't work for us and create and promote beliefs that do. All right. Okay. So it talks about how sometimes people try to control conditions before they deal with their mind. And on page 60, they wrote, but in this attraction-based universe where there's no such thing as exclusion, the harder they push against unwanted things, the more they achieve vibrational alignment with unwanted things. And in doing so, the more they invite unwanted things into their own experience. In other words, when you're focusing on what's wrong, the negative and et cetera, 
then you're putting a lot of attention on it. Now, I'm not saying that things don't need to be fixed. You know, uh, that's why you have regulation for buildings. So they won't have fires or electric, electrical issues or what safety issues like in America where we have, you know, we call them OSHA violations when people, when your buildings are not up to standard. Um, cities, counties and states have inspectors for those type of things. We have human resources and jobs for those type of things. You know, you get instructions on how to use the lawnmower or the whatever so you don't hurt yourself. I'm not talking about that type of stuff, but those things are necessary so you can properly use things so you can get the result that it was designed for. What I'm talking about is how we tend to focus on what we want and never get around to what we do want. So all the energy, all the mental energy is on what we don't want versus what we do want. A lot of people know what they don't want, and that's, and that's okay as a start. That creates clarity, but further clarity is now: What do you want to produce? What do you want to experience? That changes the game. So, if you don't have an emotional set point about what it is that you desire, then you're just fighting against what you don't want, and never get into the space of what you do want to experience and produce. All right, page. 61, when you're, when your activated thoughts are general and not very focused, those early vibrations are still very small and do not yet have much attraction power or pulling power, so to speak. As I said earlier, when you're not, when you're too general, you're not specific and you're not focused, your magnet, your magnetism, your mental magnet is weak. All right. It's sort of like trying to go to the gym. And you haven't been to the gym like ever. And then you want to go in and bench press 400 pounds. You probably literally will hurt yourself. And people want, they have expectations of spiritual demonstrations with low levels of consciousness. You got to have the consciousness of the thing that you say you desire. The stronger, the higher the consciousness, the more ability to produce and attract what you desire. So when you're trying to feel, your feelings let you know where your attraction power is. If we're honest with ourselves. Because, you know, when people will say, well, fake it till you make it. But mentally, it's not faking. Mentally, it's how do I get myself in the state? And the state is state of mind, state of consciousness, to where what I imagine is a reality for, my, for me. What I imagine is a reality for me. What I imagine is a reality for me. All right. Page 62. When you continue to focus upon any thought, it becomes increasingly easy to continue to focus upon it because the law of attraction is making more thoughts like it available to you. And so emotionally speaking, you are developing a mood or an attitude. Vibrationally speaking, you are achieving a habitual vibrational groove, so to speak, a set point. In biblical metaphysics, one of the things that we teach is that your 
moods are are the clothes that the idea wears or the thought wears. So, you know, how Neville would teach it, the Reverend Ike borrowed this from him, is like with the story of Esau and Jacob when Jacob uh, was dressed like, excuse me, with, uh, like Esau so he could get the blessing. And she put Esau's clothes on Jacob and she put fur from animals on his skin because Esau was a hairy man because the father was blind. Isaac was blind and he was going to give the blessing based upon uh, the feeling. So he touched Jacob. He said, you sound like Jacob, but you feel like Esau. Are you my very son Esau? And Jacob said, yes. Now we would say humanly, this is horrible. Forget the metaphysics of it. As Reverend Ike used to say, I'm the one that's entitled, I feel like the one that's entitled to the blessing. And the, the father, the law is blind. It blesses you according to your own consciousness. How do you feel? Do you feel like you're one entitled to the healing? Do you feel like you're the one entitled to the money? Do you, do you feel as though you're the one entitled to the loving relationships? Do you feel as though you're the one entitled to the success? Come close, my son, so I can feel you. In other words, do you mentally feel like the one who's entitled to what you're holding in mind? When you do that, you create what they call an emotional set point. I like to call it a mental equivalent. Whatever the term you use is, is fine. It doesn't make a difference to me. The point is this. You got to get to a point to where you're, you're in alignment at a level to where you are easily attracting all that is necessary for you to produce a situation. Does that mean that you never have to do outward work? I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying you're just going to think and your body is going to look like, uh, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger in 1974. But I am saying if that's a, what you desire and you're holding the image and the feeling, all that is necessary for that process to be will be drawn to you while you're doing the work, including the energy and the, and, and, and the push internally to do it. Once you shift mentally, now you're, you're in alignment with yourself and you're not resisting, you're allowing it. So you have to continue to allow yourself to allow yourself to be blessed. That's a lot of allows in one sentence. But that's the process. So we're going to stop here because next week I'm going to cover chapters 13 and 14. So again, I'm hoping that you get the book and you're working along with the book because it makes all the difference in the world. We're developing consciousness. That's the whole thing that we're talking about right now. We are developing consciousness. I'm also going to record a special uh, podcast for on gratitude, so be on the lookout for that as well. Should be dropping very close to to this podcast as well on the Mind Body Spirit um, dot, dot FM website. Uh, There's going to be a whole thing on gratitude, so I'm going to produce a podcast for that. Uh, hopefully, it'll be used soon, and if not, it'll show up when it shows up. I'm going to do it with Reverend Valerie McGee. Uh, Christ Universal Temple Prayer Ministry Director. We're going to have a good time. So anyway, 
I hope that you're taking advantage of other resources that I have. My Visualize for Success seminar, uh, my on YouTube, New Thought, The Science of Mental and Spiritual Mastery on YouTube, Ask and Receive on YouTube, uh, Developing Your Mind for Success on YouTube. I just, uh, just did a lesson, Living into Your Purpose on YouTube for Palm Sunday. Got a lot of stuff out there. Take advantage of it. My uh, The Meta Behind Relationships podcast on YouTube that you can just type my name and put in the Meta Behind Relationships and it pops up. Take advantage of what's available to you. Immerse yourself in it so you can help shift your mentality, shift your state of consciousness, grow spiritually so you can produce better results. With that, God bless you. And I'll be with you next week with True Transform. Take care. Since 1977, Omega Institute in New York's beautiful Hudson Valley has hosted some of the best spiritual teachers and social visionaries sharing their messages of hope, healing, and transformation. On the Dropping In podcast hosted by Emmy Award-winning producer Callie Alpert, you will enjoy in-depth interviews and conversations with people like Pema Chodron, Jack Kornfield, John Kabat-Zinn, and many others on the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Also, check out the video series on Spotify.